Mr. D-Roy, we are in the house. It's been a minute. How are you doing today? Well, that's a mixed question. I'm doing pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. It is a Friday for you, a Thursday for most. It's a Friday for me. I put in, put in the time. I uh, just done for the weekend and, and coming over here to get a death piles and taxes in the book so I can not have to think about it for, you know, a few more days. But the reality is you're always thinking about it. You're always thinking on a way how to make a quick buck, flip it you know, make some money. Can I tell you something I saw that reminded me of you and your ingenuity? I wish you would. So apparently, like, the richest woman in China followed your business model. Makes sense. She essentially, it's a recycling company that provides cardboard for items that are shipped out of China, which I, I think they might need need that, right? A lot of, a lot of items coming out of China, last I checked. So uh, apparently what this what this lady had done, and I didn't even look up her name. I, sh I should have done it. I should have gave her this, uh, some props. Um, she created a recycling company. So she came to the United States, went to recycling, basically got everything for free, got their trash, and then shipped it over to China and then had boxes made. So when you get your Amazon stuff, you, that's where it comes from. So basically, the bales that get made in, in, in warehouses, like where I work, yes, people uh, pay almost to have that taken away. Exactly. Or it's a small recycling fee. I think it's like $20 a ton or something last I heard. Not a whole lot. Yes. So this lady said, hey, you don't want to store that and break it down. Ship this over to China. Yeah. And uh, probably not a whole lot of money involved there. Yes. And then over in China, they... Uh, they recycle it, yes, and it becomes new boxes. Exactly, and then they sell them back, yes, to whoever's buying products in cost of whatever items are coming over. Some of that cost is shipping in, in boxes. Exactly, smart woman. Yes, it's like selling chicken manure, and you own a chicken farm. You're just in a continual process, and it just keeps coming back to you, and and that's how it works. I heard that you try to make uh, chicken salad sometimes out of that. Is that true? I've had some chickens. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. Deviled eggs. That's my favorite. Egg salad sandwich. B big fan of those, too. So sometimes you take the chicken manure and you make it into chicken salad. Uh, other way around. That's usually how it goes, right? I don't know. I've, I've had to do it both ways myself. <laughs> I just I just saw that and think, man, look at this ingenuity of this lady. She she saw a, a need, and she took trash. Like, she, she basically took trash. Not ba She took trash and, and made a company out of trash that people got rid of. And created an entire empire. And is now the richest woman in China. The biggest continent. Yes. Uh, I mean, I guess country. Uh, Asia is a continent, yes. but there's different different countries there. But I think China is one of the one of the biggest countries. I'm not I'm not a geologist here. I don't know, but guys, there's a couple people over there, right? In China, there's, there's a couple people. I know we got India. You got Russia. Landmass is huge, but China's pretty big. It, it's a big it's place. Good honor, so. and that's that goes to show you. I mean, opportunities everywhere. I know we say it a lot on the show, but there's a. Uh, Maybe you're not into doing whatever me and Adam are talking about this week. That the that doesn't matter. That's the idea behind it. It's the what can you do? What can you get? What can 
what can you make happen to get yourself, you know, in a little better financial situation? We like to say we open the floodgates on death piles and taxes. How do you get your mind thinking in, in a different way that you didn't before? And a lot of times it is. It's 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 by doing. You you don't learn by by sitting in the back seat. You learn by driving, Deroy. That's true. I mean, you can you can get so many reps uh, on a video game, but until you go out and take that shot or whatever you're doing, it's it's not the same. So. And Michael Scott said you you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Is that right? Uh, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and uh, Michael Scott, <laughs> and uh, Michael Jordan. That yes. was the other one. They're, they're, they're they all, all said it. Michael, the great, all the greats have said it. <laughs> Michael Scott Gretzky. Michael Scott Gretzky. That's a, you probably make a poster of that and sell it. Uh, we should do that. People buy that stuff. Yeah, we'll, uh, you know, talk to that lady in China. She'll fund us. <laughs> I think we got something. Lots of good stuff. I mean, dear, I'm telling man, I'm in a good mood. Like, life is good right now. You know, I've had people. I've had people tell me that when they listen to the show, they can tell when it's tax time. They can tell when Adam's in a good mood or bad mood. You can, it just comes across. You're very. Uh, you're not playing poker with your emotions. People can hear it in your voice. I, I wear my emotions on my on the sleeve. Um, I was I, I was at uh, an ecclesiastical uh, a meeting a couple weeks ago, and and the other people that I I, I work with they uh, were giving me a real hard times. Says, hey, you're a real Debbie Downer. Nobody wants you around here. And I says, you know what? I, I'm sorry. Were they paying you to be there? No, no. If they don't want you to be there, I, you know, there's, you can always just get up and go. I, I could have. If but you were me, you just walked up and, and uh, started walking out, and you know, maybe they call you, maybe they don't. Yeah, you know what? Um, call their bluff sometimes, Adam. You're, you're probably right. There, their friend, uh, Daryl Evans, or or whatever. Who you know, knows? you may or may Who not knows? be. But no, I, I, you're you're right, I, and it is. It's just I don't know. It's it's good time. Good time of year. That's all yeah. I can say. It's a good time of year. Well, here's the problem. So eBay sells, and I, I'm going to go oh. into some stuff here, that they're horrible. Yes. Uh, we got the summer slowdown going. We have inflation going on. Gas prices are through the roof. I'm not even going to try to sell baby formula because I'm not even that big of a scumbag. Ooh. That's a whole can of worms to get into on that stuff. Uh, but anyways, there's a whole lot of problems going on. Money's pretty tight, and, and people aren't spending money. So I'm like, help me out here. So I, I went and talked to eBay. I sent I sent some messages over, and uh, I got two different responses. Okay. So this is kind of interesting. I sent same message over on the Facebook uh, for eBay for Business and on the Twitter eBay for Business, and uh, they both sent me a direct message. One person tells me, "Oh, nothing's wrong. You know, you're just selling sports cards, basically." Which, you know, I did go heavy into sports cards. Yeah. And that was my thing first of the year. We're gonna see how it goes. And apparently, sports cards aren't aren't as hot as they were. That's not a secret. They've during declined. The pandemic. They've declined, but there's still there's still some business there. I think. Yeah. Uh, when I'm going on Macari or whatnot, and other places, uh, they're still selling. Maybe my prices are a little too high. I don't know. We can get all into that. Over on uh, the other place. So, so on Facebook, I think it's the one that told me that one. Over on the uh, the Twitter. Oh, there's nothing wrong. Nothing going on. Everything's fine. You just need to lower your prices and, uh, you know, you're selling the wrong thing and maybe offer free shipping or something like that. And so I, I get these two messages and uh, they kind of evaluate some things. I said, um, something ain't right here because I'm getting two completely different messages. And I photoed each other, the screenshots, and say, hey, this one's telling me this. This one's telling me that. And, and from that, all I pretty much got was uh, from the Twitter people like, well, if you're dealing with them, just deal with them. <laughs> you know, you don't need a cross. And I said, well, I'm not trying to put you on the spot or, or on blast or anything, but I'm just trying to understand why my sales right now, I have more items than I've ever had. 
in more countries than I've ever had access to uh, of these items, which I get it. You know, they're not 100% in demand, but they're in demand. And uh, my sales are almost all-time low. I mean, it's just going down by the day. A lot of people have some some conspiracy theories about whether or not it's this new uh, listing thing. There's something definitely going on on the back. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're messing with the algorithm. Something's going on. And so views are way down. And uh, the people over on the, I don't, I think it was the Facebook, were telling me, well, yeah, we had a bunch of bots. 40% of our traffic were bots, so we've eliminated all the bots. And I'm thinking, well, if the bots were buying from me, I don't care. <laughs> and 40% is a pretty high number. It's a big number. Of all your traffic. And, and where's that? Are they taking data back to people they're buying? I don't know, but there's something going on. So, so views are way down. I'm not offering as much. Uh, I'm not really complaining. I'm just trying to figure it out. But I'm glad I got into the whatnot when I got into the whatnot because uh, eBay is way, uh, for me anyways, it's, it's pretty slow right now. Well, it's that same thing you talked about. You know, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You, you got to realize, like, hey, this is a changing market. What happens is eBay used to be the only place. Like, it really did. And and how Facebook Marketplace makes money on that, I, I'm still not quite sure. Like, because, you know, it, it, it is. It's a glorified, you know, classifieds. But even on, on you know, classifieds, you know, you, you have to pay money to, you know, sell some stuff. So, as more places open up, there's going to be, you know, different places to buy things. And, and if you have everything on eBay, then, you know, your sales will decline, especially if they have a change in, I don't know, quote unquote ownership or, or something, something happens, you know, they're going to figure out, Hey, this is what, you know, we valued this at this and really we need to be selling at this price. And, and it upsets, it, it makes some ripples. So because oh, you've yeah, gone that's... out and made your own kind of thing and, and whatnot, it's another avenue for you to sell. And that's the thing, and I, you know, I get there's ups and downs, and I talk to people over at, at the eBay, but it's like, you're just not getting, I just want transparency with what's going on, just let us know what's going on, so you can adjust and move, but, and grow your business how you need to, and I get that, you know, we're talking customer service people here, I might be getting different representatives that have been got, uh, getting different guidance and counsel of advice to give. Uh, over on Facebook, as far as I'm uh, aware, they're just uh, advertising, so they just want people there. They got the advertising. You're probably going to click on a link at some point. They make their money off that. But uh, with the whatnot, it's been it's been a little it's been a little strange. So I've had I think four official shows now. Okay. I've uh, done very well. Uh, last night though, I was pumped for last night. So the first time I did some just single you know raw cards. Uh, I, I did a few slabs in there. The second time I did kind of a mixture of that, and then the last time I kind of did the same thing. So, uh, but it's fun to do. And I'm, I'm getting better. I'm learning how to get everything ready and, you know, present my show a little better. So last night, I'm like, man, I'm on it. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I got my will already, my spinning will. So, you know, $5, you win. You get. I, I gave them the option if you wanted to shuffle. I'd shuffle the random how many packs were on there. And then we'd spin it. And you, could, you got what landed on it, right? And uh, so I was pretty excited about it. I get all prepped. My wife's going to help me, you know, because you got to be moving you got to put some stuff in the uh, team bags. I was going to put out what ones need to go in top loaders, penny sleeves. She's all gotten that. Write down the names of who won what and, and keep it rolling. So I'm like, all right, put out my, you know, put a little something on social media. I had a few people bookmark it. I'm up to like 97 followers in like a week. So I thought that's pretty good. I know there's people out there with a lot more, but there's people out there with a lot less. You're just learning. So I'm getting all stoked. I go on there, man. It's crickets. Crickets. It's crickets. I can't give this stuff away. 
and I don't know if there was other people competing or, or what was going on. So uh, God bless. I'm not going to give everyone's names out there as far as their usernames because we have some we have some uh, aliases out there that are pretty good. But our boy, our boy uh, Mike Painter was was buying. I guess he was on the road somewhere, so he was getting kind of bad service. But he bought the first pack from me. Uh, couldn't get whether he wanted to shuffle or not. You know, you have to pick your packs. And I had I had the WWE Chrome or uh, Topps Chrome. I had the WWE Prism. I had the Fat Hanger Prisms. Got it all. I had some good stuff. I had some AEW stuff, which is hard to come by. I had the exclusive packs that only come in the back of an action figure of AEW. Ooh. So I had some good stuff. So I'm like, I know I got good stuff. And so we did this for a little bit. And people would kind of come in and out. And I probably spun the wheel three or four times. Okay. And so I'm like, this isn't working. And in the meantime, I'm trying to figure out why people aren't coming in the room. You know, I've got my wife here. I'm like, this is kind of embarrassing. I'm falling on my face. This isn't good. So I sent out the old SOS to the chat room of like, guys, I'm, I'm falling. I'm falling over here. Need, the some, old, need some help. The old uh, team line over there. I'm like, I just need people because I think if you, people get in the room and there's yeah. people in there, they're more willing to stick around and see what's going on. If you go in there and there's two people, you're out pretty fast. And so uh, to the rescue, I mean, Painter was in there, but, but most of the boys came over. I, I don't know everyone for sure, but because uh, some people were lookers or I was surprised when some people were sending me messages and I had no clue they were in there. But your boy Pelican, your boy Pelican, who uh, we didn't have on this show at some point. I just had him on the other show. We went to Vegas and he tells me when we went down to, to Vegas to the, the U game, you know, back in September, whenever it was the championship game. De- December. December. I, was, I was in Dallas. You were in Dallas. And, and me and Painter wanted to go to some card shops. He says, I've never stepped foot in a card shop in my life. And we go in there, and it's not his thing. I mean, it's just it's clearly, uh, it's just not his thing. And wrestling's even more not his thing. Like, it's not his thing. You know, he's he's into the, the women's softball. He's doing his thing. And uh, we're watching football or, or whatever. But So, totally not his element. Dude starts bidding on packs. Okay. Not only does he start bidding on packs, he starts smack talking in the chat about he's going to win these packs. And Pelican came to play. And uh, he dropped a good amount of money. He got some pretty good things. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do with them. Sell them online. <laughs> he's going to sell them online. He's going to sell them back to me, your painter. But, I mean, he, he did decent for himself. But, I mean, God bless him. He was stepping up and, and bidding. And, and, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those we had this uh, phrase back when we were younger. You find out who your friends are. An old Tracy Lawrence song. And uh, last night I found out who some of my friends were. I know you're a busy, man. I'm not calling you out or saying nothing <laughs> like that. You, you didn't make it over there, which is fine. Yeah, you'll you'll come on one of the shows, and I wasn't expecting them to come on by, but I'm just like, come over here and at least entertain me or get some people in the room. Get in the room. And, I mean, the chat was going. You had Painter calling out things. You had Pelican calling out things. And and I'll be, if this guy doesn't pull a pull a pack, right? Okay. Some Justice, I think his name was, and Pelican was like Dave Justice's brother. I mean, just going back He's and forth. Throwing the it out there. Yeah. Guy pulls a Randy Orton autograph card. Out of ten, I this card that. is probably worth conservatively three to five hundred dollars in the form that it was, and I about crap myself. Yes, because I mean, you know, that's a big hit. That's that's, that's the a whole big idea. hit. So I'm putting it out there, and and so he buys the next pack, and it's the AEW pack, which is a separate thing. He pulls the autograph out of that one, and uh, dude was just on fire. And I mean, he probably spent you know uh, thirty forty bucks on cards from me. But he easily made his money back just on that card for I don't know if he sells it. Whatever he, he, he probably worked out with value three to four hundred bucks. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try around. I'm gonna try some different things. I got a bunch of sports cards and stuff. I'm gonna you know do some different avenues. But uh, it's fun over there. That's the one thing is 
we're sitting there and I'm getting requests to do your rodeo voice. So I'm, I'm doing the welcome to the, the whatnot auction. We got WWE's finest cards in, you know, and then somebody's saying, can you do a former president? And so I'm trying to do, these are, these are the greatest cards we got. These are awesome. I can't believe how amazing. So I really let loose. Adam kind of keeps me from going in the red zone. Oh, uh, not there. I, I'm unleashed. So if you want to come have a good time. Uh, at D-Roy Everett, you don't got to buy it. doesn't cost you a dime to look at them. You're, you're saying it's a show. Well, at first I was trying to be, you know, and, and I am professional. and like You figured out your niche. But you got to have fun. If I'm just sitting there like $5 to spin, guys, come on in. we got some really cool products here. Or if you're like, $5, spin the wheel, make a deal, see what comes on in. Yeah, you know, I always want to say Nephi, Utah, I want to do that voice. But right here on the WhatNot app, we got WWE Prism. Pelican is in the lead by a beak. You know, stuff like that. So we have fun, man. I've, I've decided as, as this conversation progressed and you go back to the spin in the wheel, you're living your 12-year-old dream. I'm a carny. You are. A, you knew where I was going. You are a carny worky in your own house, probably in your skivvies, and you're just enjoying life. Where there's a camera involved, I'm fully dressed just in case. Because you never know when something's going to flip or, you know, screens flip or whatever. I am uh, I am fully dressed. No, I'll have you know for the whatnot. No CNN Jeffrey Tobin's going on for uh, you. I'm not going to have any uh, any incidents. Apparently, whatnot records and keeps a copy of every auction just in case something comes up and, and get on. They should. But uh, it's fun, man. And uh, so I got my wife kind of into it, which might be, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But she's just been watching because she wants to see how they work. So I'm trying to yeah. explain how a break works. Or, you know, there's people selling vintage T-shirts and there's all sorts of things over there now. And so... Uh, Man, she's like watching, like, what are you doing? She said, I'm doing my research. But she's, I mean, you know, a lot of them just different things. She's like, this shirt just went for $200 or whatever. And it was a, you know, Rush 1996 or whatever it was. I'm like, yeah, I, some of that stuff goes. So. I, I think what you, like what it is, is it's the same thing that technology has done. And that's, eBay's always going to be eBay. eBay's not, you know, I, I don't know. I, and what I mean by that is you can't say that something is going to go forever. If you would have gone back to 1985 and said one day Kmart is going to be gone and Walmart will be kicking its trash, you would have looked at it saying you're absolutely crazy. Don't get me started on Circuit City. But the blue light special is is going out the door. Um, I don't know. This might be the new trend. This might be the new way because as as we progress as a society, you, you know, old things Go out, go out of style. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's a place for eBay, but I think they definitely need to uh, they need to evaluate some things. If I won that Randy Orton card I was talking about, I'm gonna go over and put it on eBay, take a you know offer it three four hundred dollars wherever that might lie, or yeah. get, or get graded, put it up for more whatever you want to do. I wouldn't go on whatnot with that card because it's a high value and you're waiting for the right person to come and find it. However, if I'm trying to sell a pack of cards for five dollars, I'm not putting that on eBay or Macari. I'm going to go over on whatnot because the second they pay, it's a done deal. Yeah. There's not refunds. You open it. You get what you get. I ship it out to you. It's done. And it's over. done and over. So uh, there's definitely a few different things there. When you're talking T-shirts, if it doesn't fit, you, you bought it. It's a large. It's what it says. And, and that's what you what, what uh, that's what you get. Uh, so there, there's definitely, I think, the higher end. And it might change that way. But I think higher end, maybe go eBay. It's a little more secure that way. People feel a little more comfortable. They've been there for a while. But... If you're trying to make a deal and have some fun or get some stuff to, to source with, or, I mean, Pelican's buying wrestling cards that he has. I, I know he's supporting me and he's helping me out, but he has no, 
I mean, he has no skin in that game or dog in that fight, but he got he got caught up in the talking trash and, and winning. I, I, I can kind of equate it to your time. Like, the most valuable asset in the world is your time. And, and you know, we used to only have, you know, 25 years ago. I mean, cable was kind of coming into its swing. But really, you, you had three or four channels. That's all you had. That's all you could do is, is you know, watch whatever. I mean, I've watched Jeopardy in a long time. You know, that used to be your go-to. Yeah, yeah. spoiler alert, Alex Trebek no longer there. What? It's been a while. I know, let's, you know. Okay. I don't, I don't need tears. Alex is gone. But but what I'm saying is, is you only have so much finite time, and if you can find something that interests you, you're going to be involved in it. And that sounds like what kind of whatnot is going for, you know, people that are involved in this kind of a space. But the fact that people are now spending time to watch your program, you are selling a, you know, a... 15, 20 hour show. And that's what people are coming to see and they get a benefit out of it. They're, they're coming for the show. They might buy something that they want. You're a glorified Ron, Ron Popeil, you know, set it and forget it. You're creating an infomercial. That's fun. And, and it's entertainment. Well, that's the thing. We had fun. That was what, what my wife said afterwards is, man, we could just sit around and watch TV online or we could do that. And that was just as fun. And we made money. You know? Absolutely. I mean, in the shows I'm, I'm averaging, I mean, Pretty good money. Right now, I'm already having to pay taxes off of my whatnot for for just doing a few shows. You're, so you're over the 10.99. So we're over that, but I mean, you know, it's it's pretty good. Uh, you Pelican. know, build an audience. You got to work it like anything else. And like I say, last night I went pretty confident and fell flat on my face. So it's it's just one of those things. You learn what you're good at. You learn where to build, and you learn how to grow. And I took some lessons out of what didn't didn't work. We won't be spinning the wheel making a deal anytime soon again. <laughs> but I had some other ideas for some other things. But it's just fun, you know, and and if you're if you're looking to get into whatnot, they're they're pretty tough to get into. You can you can hit me up at D Roy Everett. I'd be happy to give you a referral, especially if you're a podcast listener and and try to push you up in line because that's what happened to me. Is I was in line, not moving. I talked to somebody. They gave me the old referral, and it still took a little while, but I got to jump the line. I got in because of the Grease seller in the old wheels. The seller because. Uh, they they reached out to me and said, "Hey, you've been referred." And so I had to do a little back backtracking to see who referred me and how all that went down. But anyway, I, I'm in there, and uh, it's a good place to be for a reseller, R- regardless of what your niche is. There's a, there's a place for you over there. Man, D. Roy, like you're always bringing the knowledge. You're always helping us out into new avenues. So uh, before we kind of jump over to the next, I mean, you know, you know what? I've had a request. We get everything. In. We haven't been a, like a legit derailed in a while. Yeah. I, I know that you can derail us because, like I said, we haven't really, you know, taught. I need a de- derailment from D-Roy to just kind of, you know, leave me with a smile on my face. Oh, boy. Well, you should have been over on the whatnot last night. It was just one continual derail at D-Roy Everett if you want to come come follow. But, no, it's just, a, I mean, I like my day job. We talk about this a lot. I'm doing the 40 hours in four days, and, and that's all good and stuff, but. I got the Star Wars boss that's not exactly my cup of tea. Star Wars. Star Wars. Don't, don't, Sorry, don't excuse screw me. that up. And uh, he's just a different dude. And it's nothing nothing necessarily personal. I mean, I could go off and get derailed on, on all sorts of stuff that people don't want to know. You know, we get politics and religion and all that stuff going on. We're not here to ruin people's day. Uh, but but uh, yesterday, um, he just kept disappearing and disappearing. And his boss came back, who Uh-oh. we're friends with. And it's like, where's, where's this guy at? And I don't know where he's at. And, uh, you know, long story short, uh, end of the day, we have a, a nice sit-down meeting. We're thinking, oh, we're going to get a little talking to or whatever. Because we're there for 10 hours, but he likes to do everything in the last five minutes for the last 15 minutes. So it's like, we want to go home. We've been here way too long. We don't want to get out late. 
traffic starts building. It's a, it's a, it's a, we'd rather go five minutes early than five minutes late, you know? Okay. But we're always like bracing for impact because he's just going to start, he derails his own self on whatever, whatever, we're not doing something right or whatever. So he, he says, uh, guys, I'm not going to be in tomorrow. I'm like, okay. And uh, he goes, well, the reason is uh, over the weekend I was out in my garage and, uh, and this is, I mean, this is a Wednesday. So over the weekend, it's been a few days. Over the weekend, I was out in my garage, and uh, I got I got hit in the head with a board. And, uh, you know, I haven't been feeling the best. I've been a little groggy. I, I came in late on Tuesday. I don't know if you noticed that. He was in like three hours late on Tuesday. And, uh, and uh, you know, I've, I've not been able to focus and all this kind of stuff. And uh, so I'm going to take tomorrow off and just kind of rest up and see what happens. So um, my thought is, were you well, I'll get to my thought here in a minute. My coworker, who has a, a better heart than me, says, um, how, well, first off, he says, well, how'd you get hit? And what happened? I mean, you know, he says, you might have a concussion or something. You probably should, you know, you might not want to sleep too much if you uh, have a concussion. Cut him off right there and like, that's no wise tale. Sleep is good for a concussion. And like, I'm like, this guy just cares about you more. I want to go out. This guy's actually caring about your health. And you're kind of, kind of like dismissing him, not necessarily berating him and stuff and that. And he goes, uh, yeah, I was hit. Uh, I had three boards hit me in the head, not just one, uh, but there was three separate uh, boards that hit me. I just want to say, were you robbing Macaulay Culkin? That's what I want to say. Was there something going on? You got a side gig where you're out robbing Macaulay Culkin? Is that what you mean by your? How do you get hit in the head with three boards? I mean, he didn't have any like bruises or anything, and I, I hope that he, I mean, no one wants some guy concussed. But uh, so, so long story short, doesn't show up today. Okay, and uh, we had a great day. Four day weekend four-day weekend, and I thought, you know, I, I there's, I, I don't know. Do you get into that with somebody? Do you go down that road with uh, how, how, why, where? Like, I'm trying to get out. It's the last part of no, the day. If he, if he would have asked, like, Wednesday morning at, like, you know, 1030, kind of before lunchtime, oh, yeah, then you get into details. I don't give a flying hud. If it's at, like, 3, you know, 330 on, on a Wednesday, I, I'm itching to get out of here because, you know this guy can stretch, but, but yeah, I, I want I want to know what happened now. Do you, so, so do you know what happened? So come Monday, allegedly, what happened? Well, here's the thing. Come Monday, do I bring it up and say how are you feeling? Absolutely. Hey, by the way, how do you get hit in the head with three Absol- different boards in your garage on a random uh, afternoon? Yeah, on a Monday, you bring that up. I mean, is this a Tiger Woods incident or what are we talking about here, buddy? I can't say any of those things with the Macaulay Culkin or the that uh, Tiger Woods because. Uh, my sense of humor isn't uh, acknowledged or appreciated, and uh, I don't think he likes me that much, but that's okay. One thing I thought of, I need to see if he wants that Star Wars ticket. That's what I was thinking. Does, well, he, does he got money? Does he have disposable income? Um, I don't know. I, I, he probably makes more money than me on the job, but uh, that's not saying a whole lot. You've seen my taxes. So. Hey, it, it, I think it, I think what you do with that is you, I think you put it on the electronic bay where you can get graded. That's the real question. I, I don't know. But. Because uh, here's something. So me and Adam have been on this ticket thing for a while, and we keep saying it's on the cusp, but it's on the cusp. It's going to go. It's past the cusp. It's going. It's going, but where it's going to go like we think it's going to go higher than Adam's cryptocurrency. Am I right? I could derail about you telling everyone to buy cryptocurrency on the podcast. Yeah, I, I told them to buy it at 0.5 cents, and, and I told them to sell it at 71. Did you tell them to sell it? I told them to sell it. Okay. Because I don't want anyone there still holding. We can't get FCC investigated. We, we didn't go to the moon on that one. <laughs> Our diamond hands went back to coal. <laughs> but 
our 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 moonshot is is just like what Derek thought where where Neil Armstrong you know bounced up some Hollywood studio. It it, uh, it was all an elaborate scheme, but uh, <laughs> where was I going with that one? Uh, the tickets. So I'm buying some stuff from this guy. Um, you know, I'm on, I don't remember if it's Macari eBay, but whenever I go to buy something from somebody, I look at what else they have for sale because I might want to do bundle deals. That's a little little uh, tip of the trade. It, you know, they usually have a few things for sale. Uh, this person had a Titanic movie ticket. Ooh. They had, uh, what else did they have? I was buying, like, some trading cards from them, too, so I was just going through their stuff. Uh, they had another, like, uh, Ferris Bueller Day Off, or, or they had some other movie tickets. They were priced, you know, they are priced for, you know, $20, $30. They weren't in great condition. I thought, well, either this guy listens to the podcast or, or me and Adam's uh, belief is taking off, and, I, you know, who knows which one it is. But Speaking, did you see the news article that came out about the Ferris Bueller tickets? Yes. So I, that's why it was in my mind. It wasn't Ferris Bueller. It was okay. someone else. But I was gonna say, wow, you you bought that ticket ahead of the curve. No, tell everybody. Not so saw that article. I, I can't remember what the dollar amount. I'll say fifteen hundred dollars. I know it was, it, was somewhere, it, was, it was somewhere in that range. When Ferris Bueller's Day Off was recorded, it was during a live baseball game, and there were those tickets that went on sale. And I think it, I think it was fifteen. We'll call it fifteen hundred dollars because of that singular ticket. And the reason Derek and I are, you know, kind of shifted, we, we, we've been ahead of the trend, is these tickets are a lot, they are much rarer than, than, than baseball cards because there, there was only, you know, there was a fixed amount that were ever printed. You can't go in and print off a new ticket from that game. Like, that's just not how it works. Well, in games, uh, let's, let's bring it down a little more, too. So, a game, some people or, or concerts collect those kind of things and they yeah. go home and keep them in their pockets and stuff. Movies are a lot more rare. So, oh, yeah. how many millions of people went and saw Titanic? It was the biggest blockbuster event of the year. Yeah. It was for for it was the highest grossing of all times for for a number yeah, of years. Time. And a lot of people went and saw it multiple times. But how many kept their tickets? They didn't. Not many. They and so, didn't. when you go back to that, you go back to like uh, I always say, Gone with the Wind or Sound of Music or some of these that are more iconic films. Um, you know, if you had uh, what's his name, the the guy that made E. T. I can't think of Steven Spielberg. I can't think of Spielberg. I want to say Stallone, and I knew that was wrong. Sylvester. Sylvester Stallone. If you had your Rocky ticket, but no, if you had like the first movie that uh, that was directed by certain directors, Quentin Tarantino, and, and you know it, it might not be the the big blockbuster. ET probably wasn't his first movie. I don't got the IMDb up right now. Whoa. I'm not the I'm not the the cinemaphile that our friend Waddy is that would know all this information. But if you have those kind of things, it's kind of like a debut rookie-type ticket again. It is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, same with baseball, players' debuts, big series stuff happened. There's, I mean, and there's just a limited number of all this stuff. If you think back to how many movies you've went to, how many stubs did you keep at the time, and now it's, it's just basically a receipt paper on your phone. So a lot of these things are just kind of going away, and it's going to be one of those nostalgia things where when me and Adam are 80, and we're like, well, I remember when you could get a ticket. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to pay $10,000 to have a ticket. That's right. There, there's a lot of things to do that way. So, D-Roy, like I said, I, I'm excited. We're going we're to jump on to a, do another one. But uh, that being said, uh, Gone with the Wind, frankly, my darling, I don't give a darn. That's not what they said, Adam. Okay. But that being said, D-Roy, there are two things in life that are for certain. that be death files and taxes. <laughs> Right is 
Be right.